I'm John Elsesser, Executive Director here at IMPEA, and welcome to our fourth stop on the 2021 edition of the Statehouse Express. After a week off because of threats of violence at state houses around the country, the General Assembly got back to business last week, and things are starting to gear up as we find ourselves just three and a half weeks away from the halfway point of the session, something they call crossover. In this week, has the potential to be huge for families currently or hoping to attend non-public schools, but more about that later. Let's take a quick look back at last week. In Senate Education, Senate Bill 54 was heard. This bill is authored by Senator Gene Lising. It would require all seniors in public, charter, and choice schools to fill out a FAFSA form. That's the financial assistance form for colleges. Now, there are a couple of waiver options that can come into play at the request of either the parent or the principal, which may help some, but there still is some concern about the amount of work that would be involved with this. This bill will be voted on by the committee this Wednesday. Senate Bill 124, which was authored by Senator Dennis Cruz, stipulates that the first day of school can't incur until after Labor Day. The good news is that it only applies to public and charter schools, although it's certainly possible that someone might try to amend non-public schools into that bill. Senator Cruz has assured me that his intent is that Senate Bill 124 would not apply to Indiana's non-public schools. In the House Education Committee, House Bill 1040, which deals with sudden cardiac arrest and its training requirements, information that needs to be provided to parents, as well as when a student who has experienced symptoms can return to physical activities at schools, passed out of committee 10 to 0. House Bill 1384 proposes a middle school civics education requirement. During the hearing, the author clarified that it didn't need to be a standalone course, but could be integrated into an existing social studies course taught at either 6th, 7th, or 8th grade. House Bill 1384 will be voted on at a future House Education Committee meeting. The House Ways and Means Committee heard House Bill 1008 which establishes the Student Recovery Learning Grant Program. As written currently, the fund would have $150 million available to schools and other entities to apply for grants that address pandemic-related learning loss. And non-public schools would be eligible to apply. That bill passed out of committee 23-0 to zero and now goes to the House floor for possible second reading amendments. Now, as the Express heads into this week, we have three very significant bills that will be heard in the Senate and House Education Committees on Wednesday afternoon. The Senate Committee will meet at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, while the House Education Committee will meet at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. House Bill 1005, entitled School Choice Matters, proposes some of the boldest expansions to the program since 2013. House Bill 1005 not only raises the financial eligibility to 300% of free and reduced lunch, but it also makes anyone voucher eligible the recipient of a 90% voucher. As you're aware, there are currently three voucher tiers, 50%, 70%, and 90%. Those percentages reflect how much the student is eligible for of the public school's ADM amount. Not only will raising the financial eligibility to 300% open the choice door to many more families, but the single 90% voucher will also make their choice more affordable. The bill also addresses the sibling and foster child fixes that IMPEA has been working on the past two sessions. In addition, it proposes the establishment of a new program, an Educational Savings Account, or an ESA. This program is designed to give parents the ultimate control of their child's education dollars. 
The bill has a very intentionally focused student impact, applying only to students with special needs, foster children, and families of active military. 90% of a student's public school ADM amount would be placed in a participating student's account and would be available for private school tuition and other educational services. Senate Bill 412 also proposes an ESA, and Senate Bill 413 proposes the single 90% voucher tier. In case you're interested, the hearings on 1005 in the House Education Committee and Senate Bill 412 and 413 in the Senate Education Committee will be live streamed on the General Assembly website. For any of these expansions to be successful, it's going to require a massive engagement by our grassroots network and stakeholder base. We must reach out to our elected representatives by phone, letter, or email. An alert for 1005 has been posted on the IMPEA Legislative Action Center, and we implore you to get your school communities to engage. An alert for 412 and 413 will be posted next week. And please remember to get a bill introduced into law is a long process. So your engagement is not a one and done. It will need to happen on multiple occasions throughout the process. So let's do this. And one final note. This week's information on the most recent COVID emergency relief fund, the EAMS fund, was posted on the IDOE's EAMS webpage. Preliminary allocations have been released, and it's critical that schools develop plans on the strategic use of those funds based on the 12 allowable uses. If you have questions, reach out to me or to Andrew Mazur at IDOE. Well, that's it for this edition of the State House Express. Remember, this is a big week, so please do your part. And with that said, We'll see you next week for the next edition of the Statehouse Express.